Welcome to the Homesick to Happy Movers podcast. I'm so excited that you're here with me today. I am Keisha. Welcome. And I help people who have moved to a new area heal homesickness by leading them through the process of creating community and connection in their new areas. Today, I'm talking with Leslie, and we're talking about being homesick and moving back home. Leslie helps single moms live life to the fullest, and she is a beach expert and a travel specialist. Welcome to the podcast, Leslie. Thank you so much, Keisha. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here today. Yeah, so I'm very excited for our conversation too. So right now you are in the midst of a huge move. Um, could you share with the listeners about what your journey is looking like right now? Yeah, so right now I am moving from the Bay Area to Hawaii and I have 30, less than 30 days. I think the countdown says 23 days and it is very, very hectic. Um, I won't, thankfully this is a podcast so viewers won't get to see my mess right now, but um, I am in the literal mess where I am sorting all of our belongings and deciding what is going to keep, what we're going to keep, what we're going to throw out, what we're donating. And yeah, it's um, figuring out all the details, like how am I going to ship my car? What new job am I going to get? Um, As well as being excited for this change, being excited to let go of the old stuff and start completely brand new. I feel like summer is a good transition time for a lot of us. And, you know, my son's going to be starting a new school and just, we're just so excited to be with this change. Um, And there's a lot of mixed feelings with it as well. There's a lot of um, sort of sadness around leaving our friends here, but we're super grateful that we have a beautiful place that we're going to. And um, I'll be closer to my family because my family still lives in Hawaii and um, just a change of pace for my son to go from super duper hectic, rushing atmosphere, go, go, go to sort of laid back pace. And um, yeah, that's, it's really, really crazy right now but I am just so grateful for the help that I've gotten and um the resources that I have um yeah and it's just all the sort of minute details that I'm figuring out along the way yeah yeah moving can encompass so many different things um and some of them we expect and some of them we don't yeah for sure yeah so Earlier, um, when we were talking before the podcast started recording, um, we had, you had mentioned like homesickness and that you've experienced homesickness before. So what did your journey with homesickness look like? Um, Well, I felt when I first moved to the mainland, um, I always sort of had a plan that I was going to move back. I thought I was going to be up here for four years and then move back. Um, so I've always felt sort of a longing for home, a longing for Hawaii. And um, a couple years ago, I realized that I could always have that piece of Hawaii with me in my mind. And I started practicing meditation and visualization more. Um, so that was very helpful. But just I, for the longest, I've always felt a longing just to be in Hawaii, like my soul, my heart was there. 
and I, my body was here doing the motions going through day-to-day life. Um, but yeah, for me, homesickness never really went away. And I feel like now it, it will, because I am going home and it's just, it's just, a it's interesting to see the, the journey that it's taken me through, you know, just knowing that coming up to the mainland, being here for a little bit, and then going back and just knowing that I'm always connected to family, to my roots, to back home, no matter where I am, has helped me a lot. Um, And there's nothing wrong with loving where you're from. There's nothing wrong with, you know, being passionate and missing, missing it when you're not there. But I also know now that I can still go there in my mind anytime. So that has Mm -hmm. been very cool. Yeah, that's, that's, beautiful that you can go there anytime in your mind. Um, how could you talk a little bit more about how you use that in meditation? Yeah. So, um, in meditation, I get really quiet and especially in the morning times, um, part of my self-care routine is to have just quiet time to myself or I have my coffee. I say my prayer and, um, that's when I close my eyes or sometimes I don't even close my eyes and I just picture myself on my favorite beach in my favorite uh, swimsuit, um, either, you know, in the sand or under a nice warm tree. And I just visualize that and I let my body feel the wind blowing against my face. I'm embodying and feeling and emotionalizing the feeling of um, with my senses has helped me Uh, make that a reality in my mind and then helped me take certain, you know, take the necessary steps to say, okay, this is really what I am working towards and I am worth it. I am worth being happy and um, I'm going to do it this time. I think for a long time, I told myself I was going to do it and just didn't and kind of let myself down. And this time being surrounded by um, an amazing support support group and loving friends and loving community has made the hugest difference to say, okay, I'm going to try it this time. I'm going to stick my head out there and I'm going to take on this task that for years has seemed so overwhelming and so daunting. Um, But yeah, it's just step-by-step getting support and making the decision to do it. And it it feels so good. It, It is a stressful situation, but at the end of the day, I'm just so happy to know that I'm going to be where I want to be and be happy for me and my son. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And so you've thought about this move for quite a while, right? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I've thought about it for 16 years now. I literally in September, it will be 20, 20 years since I moved here. I moved here when I was 19 and I'm going to be 39 or I am 39. And, um, so 20 years of my life, I've lived here and I've, you know, made my own support system. I got into exercise classes, met some amazing people, grew so much. Like I learned so much about myself and now I feel so ready to go back with this new sort of look on life, you know, like I don't want to be stuck anymore. And I also want to encourage, um, you know, my friends and family back home in Hawaii to also step out and explore too, because, there's also a like a island fever thing where people get so stuck and just want to be on the island all the time, which I can kind of understand, but it's like the world is so big out there and so beautiful. So let's explore, yeah. let's figure out, you know, and learn new things and learn about new people and all of that. 
Yeah, that sounds awesome. Um, so when you were feeling homesick and considering your move, was there like ways that your homesickness showed up in physical symptoms? Oh yeah. Um, just the depression was a big overarching thing. I would just not do anything, um, beating myself up, um, mentally and, but the physical symptoms that would show up was that my ear, my shoulders would be up to my ears. Mm -hmm. I would be stiff all the time. I couldn't think clearly. I was like a chicken with its head cut off running around, you know, um, someone would ask me something and I would totally forget what they, what they asked me. Like, I just wasn't paying attention. I was not present with my son. I was not present. I was, you know, I was in my own shiitake as we, as me and my tribe say. And um, yeah, it's the physical symptoms definitely took a toll. And that was sort of my clue. Like, Hey, <laughs> you got to do something a little different here, or this is not sustainable. Having my shoulders up to my ears and being stressed out and feeling like a, I'm a walking like wood, wooden board or something was not helping me. Um, and that was sort of the clue that tipped off. Like you have to do something different here. Something needs to change. This is not healthy. At right. All. Yeah. And uh, I think sometimes that is a, a thing that people miss is that this isn't sustainable because I think, oh, well, I'm just homesick or I'm just lonely. Like I have to deal with it. But if it's not serving you, like, yes, feel it. But then you have to make a next step, right? Yeah. Um, so what do you think is the biggest misconception about homesickness? Um, I think for me, I thought that it was going to just go away one day and I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to care. And for me, that wasn't, that's not the case. I'm very heart centered. I'm very caring. I'm very passionate about what I'm passionate about. You know, I'm a very, um, I love what I love and um, my, yeah, I thought maybe if I just ignored it, if I just, you know, did everything that people in the new place did that I wouldn't miss Hawaii as much or whatever. And that wasn't true at all. And I, yeah, I thought that it was going to go away, but it was just always this sort of lingering, um, like magnetic pull that Hawaii has to me that is just like you're not you're never gonna fully leave you know you're always gonna be part of it um so right. yeah yeah um and that like highlights something that I I thought too um in my movie journey is I thought that it would go away I thought that like being homesick and lonely was just something that I had to struggle through yeah. and then one day it would just disappear. Yeah. Um, but it was a misconception because I wasn't doing anything about it. I was just um, sitting in that struggle. <laughs> uh, so what steps have you taken to heal your homesick? Yeah, um, just talking to people about it more and acknowledging to myself you know, this is how I feel right now about the situation and not pushing it down and not shoving it down. I think for a long time, that's what I did was shove it down. And um, that didn't help at all. It just made it worse. <laughs> and um, yeah, just being more open and realizing that this is, 
this is part of it. You know, this is part of life and um, it's complicated. It can be complicated, but it's just a part of it. It's just a chapter. It's just a little like song in the dance or whatever, you know, it's not forever. And that's what I keep telling myself, even during this move, like this part is not forever. As soon as I'm done packing all this stuff up, get on the plane, I'll feel so much better right now. It's just super duper hectic and crazy um but yeah just reaching out to others talking more and um not letting myself believe the the stuff in my head that says you can't do it you're not worth moving why why should you why do you get to be happy Mm -hmm. um not believing any of that garbage but just saying you know what I do deserve it and I'm going to I'm going to make it happen um and the support group has been amazing. And, um, you know, I'm so fortunate to have a support group in like real life friends here in the Bay Area, as well as, you know, I do have friends in Hawaii and my online community has been amazing too um, with the community that me and Keisha are in, as well as my community on Facebook that I'll talk a little bit about later. Yeah, yes. I definitely agree with what you said. It's so, so helpful to have a support group. Um, And something that you just said about, you said you're not listening to those things in your mind, like those words. Um, I think that is so powerful is mastering your mental talk will transform what you're doing. Could you speak to how your personal growth has impacted your healing? Yeah, well, just focusing on myself has been huge. And for the longest time, um, whenever I was stressed out, whenever there was a problem, I would, it was easier for me to point the finger, blame somebody else, blame society, blame my ex, blame whoever um, I could find, really, instead of taking responsibility and accountability for my own actions. And I'm not sure how, like how that was my default when I was younger, but just having that self-awareness now and knowing that, yes, I am in charge of my life and I can make a, I'm an adult, I can make a decision and follow through. And if for whatever reason that doesn't, the decision or whatever doesn't come through all the way exactly how I had hoped or wanted, it doesn't mean that it's, I'm a failure. It just means that it looks a little different than what I expected. Um, And working on myself and my personal growth has helped tremendously the relationship between me and my son. He's nine. So he's, you know, he's on school age still, but just knowing that, um, you know, he sees me working on my stuff. He sees me taking a break when mom gets frazzled. He sees me putting myself on timeout before I lose my shiitake on him. <laughs> and I think that has helped a lot because he he knows that he can take a break. He knows it's okay for him to have big feelings. And we've talked about, you know, I check in with him and I say, how are you feeling about this move? You know, how are you feeling today about this move? You know, some days, most days he's super excited and happy to go, but you know, sometimes he's like, I'm going to miss my dog. I'm going to miss my dad. 
you know, and it's like, I understand that. And I'm, you know, I, I'm very proud of you for how you're handling it. And yesterday, in fact, he came up to me and he told me, I don't remember the exact words, but he very clearly and articulately said how he was feeling. And to me, that is a big deal because we're highly sensitive people, me and my son. So, you know, some we're sensitive to music, we're sensitive to light. And sometimes when we have big emotions, it comes out like an explosion and mm -hmm. of emotions. So for us to be able to talk and say, hey, this is how I'm feeling right now. I'm sad. I'm mad. Can I have a hug, please? Has been so, so amazing for me and my son. And I'm just so grateful. And the only way that that could have happened is if I worked on my own stuff first so that he knows that it's a safe space. And of course, I'm not perfect. You know, sometimes I flip out when I shouldn't. But at least now I check myself before it gets, you know, before it gets out of hand. So I, I'm just so grateful for the work that I've done so that me and my son can have a relationship like this. Mm -hmm. It kind of highlights that when we focus on being our best, the best version of ourselves, having personal, like personal growth, investing in where we want to go, it has ripple effects. Oh yeah, definitely. And it's like, we're, we're developing into our best version, but then we're giving others permission to develop into their best version. Exactly. Yeah. And I love that. And that's, that's to me, that's being a success is to, you know, live your best life, exact, be yourself a hundred percent unapologetically and letting others do the same. You know, that is to me, true love. When you let somebody be their selves completely and, and let them shine. And even if it's, you know, even if I don't understand or I don't get it or it's different from me, it doesn't mean it's bad. It's like everyone's living, doing the best that they can with what they got and everyone deserves to be happy, whatever that means for them. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So as you have um, walked through this personal growth journey and now stepping into a move, did you have, have big emotions that came up while you're making the choice? Like, were you in debate while you're making a choice whether to move or not? Yeah, I think, um, well, for a long time, I, I knew I was going to go back. I wasn't sure when or how. And so I think the debate was sort of more of when, when am I going to do this? And, you know, before I made a firm decision, like, yes, we're going to do this. I felt like, my friends and family thought I was almost calling wolf every time because I would be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to move. I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back. And it was sort of like this someday I'm going to come back kind of thing. This time I'm like, nope, I'm coming back. I booked our one-way ticket for July 15th. Even if my apartment is not completely how I want it to be before I leave, it's happening. And, um, yeah, so I think the debate was mostly within myself and not being confident enough to just say this is what's happening. Mm -hmm. um, but once I got over that, it I feel so much freer. After I told my boss and gave my you know 30 day notice, I felt so much freer. Um, and it was sort of the anxiety before, like before speaking up for myself 
that's where my anxiety came from was the made up scenarios that I had in my head. Like, oh my gosh, my boss is going to hate me. He's going to give me a bad recommendation. You know, people are going to be mad. Like I had this feeling like people were going to be mad at me if I left or something, Mm -hmm. Um, or people were going to be mad at me if I wanted to try something new. And it's like, you know, the people that are going to be mad or the people that are going to feel that way probably just wish that they could do something different for themselves, you know, and then I just send those people love and take a little space and say, I love you so much. And I'll talk soon, you know, whenever that is. And I'm going to keep on keeping on and keep doing what I got to do for me and my kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. So, um, so you talked about how you had a little bit of back and forth when you were deciding have you had that back and forth pull after you made the choice that you are going on July 15th? No, after that, I'm just like, this is it. This is what's happening. Um, and it feels so good just to be confident in my decision and to know this is what I'm supposed to do. It really feels like a soul, like my heart and soul is calling me back. And I've taken several trips um, to Hawaii. Like I took one last summer with my son for three weeks. We were there visiting family. And then we went again for spring break. And then I went again for Memorial Day weekend. So <laughs> like every time I go home, I just keep feeling this pull, like come back, come back. And I really feel like I'm called to help the moms and families there in person, as well as continuing to help the moms and families that I'm already working with online and, and in the Bay Area. Um, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Um, so how is your son ready for this adventure? Oh gosh. <laughs> I think in some ways, I think he is, um, in some way, because, you know, it's fun. I'm really work really, really trying to keep it fun for him, um, as a kid and not make it so stressful. Um, you know, when I, when he goes to bed, I pack and I, you know, try to do as much stuff without him asking me a million questions. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I also try to get him involved in the process. And I don't think he's, I don't think he's really ready um, because, you know, it's just so many aspects, so much change all at once. And usually, you know, like during the pandemic, when there was a lot of change happening, then it took us a little bit to sort of navigate and figure out, you know, and the move, we will, we will figure it out step by step together. Um, There's just so many unexpected things that happens in a move and in life that sometimes you can't be ready for it. But, you know, I think hand in hand with me and my son and our support group and our faith in God, which is huge, you know, just knowing that, we're not alone and we got this. And I don't feel like my, that pulling that, that I talk about, I don't think it would be as strong if it wasn't from God for me and my family. So yeah, it's just, you know, even if we don't feel quite ready, um, just knowing we can just take one step, we can take one action and, and if it doesn't feel right, then we can back it up and not, you know, not do it that way or whatever. So it's trial and error. Yeah. Yeah. So how have you walked your son through different emotions like that have come up? Yeah. Um, well, when we talk about it, um, 
that has been helpful. And then, you know, it's really nice that now he can vocalize and say, I'm sad, I'm mad. This is how I'm feeling. I don't want to leave my dog, you know? And, and the first thing I say is I totally understand. I see you and I hear you. And, um, you know, mom's here to talk about it. Or if you don't want to talk to mom, we have other trusted adults you can talk to. Um, and just sort of not, um, not minimizing his feelings, you know, acknowledging them, getting down to his level, looking at him in his eyes and say, it's okay. It's okay that we're figuring this out. It's okay that it doesn't look like how we would love it to look sometimes, you know, and we're learning. It's been a while since I moved and, you know, just transitioning to a different place. It's going to, everything's going to be new. So I prefer to take the perspective of this is fun and exciting and we're learning and instead of it has to be perfect it has to look like this it has like that's not how I want to do this move or live life to be honest you know I want to live life happy easy free um you know instead of Mm -hmm. like so rigid um and when you when I take the perspective of let's figure it out let's learn this new thing let's explore it just makes it the experience way better and way less pressure yeah I totally agree it does um it changes your perspective on on life yeah so how can the listeners connect with you yeah then listeners can connect with me um I'm on Facebook and Instagram, um, Leslie Fontanilla. And then my website is lesliefontanilla.com. And my Facebook community is called All Heart and Hopeful Resilient Moms Putting Themselves First. And that's on Facebook. And that's where I show up the most on the internet. Um, Yeah, I would love to help any mom family that needs support in just sort of remembering who they are. Um, For a long time, I was in victim mode, I was in survival mode. And when you're in that space, you can't, for me, I can't, I couldn't, I wasn't open to possibilities. I just thought I was going to be stuck in a negative situation. And I just don't want any moms or families to feel like they're alone, like they're going through anything that's um, unmanageable we can always reach out to, for support um, to our friends and family and also um, just tap into our faith. And even if our faith doesn't look the same, that was one of the biggest things for me. It was just remembering who I am and where I come from and knowing that, you know, there's a creator who made us, who wants us to be happy and And I think when, or I know when I was in survival and victim mode, I've totally forgot about that. I totally made it all about myself and how am I going to figure this out? Well, Leslie, the human cannot figure this stuff out on my own. Like my inspiration comes from God, from the creator. And that's why um, my self care time, my morning time in the, for myself is so important so, so, so important. I can tell when I wake up running late and I don't have my morning time, even if it's like five minutes, it helps so much just to be like, Hey God, please help me today. I have no (laughs) idea what's up for today, but you do. And you got this. So 
Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And so for the listeners, um, Leslie, she has a Facebook group that she, she speaks live over you. So if you want to check out her group, um, the link will be in the show notes of this podcast. So Leslie, what encouraging words do you have um, to leave the listeners with today? Yeah, um, I would say trust your gut, trust that feeling that you have, that feeling that's been sort of longing in the back of your mind and heart maybe for years, don't discount that. That is there, I believe, for a reason. And, you know, everyone deserves to be happy. Um, Kids deserve to be happy and moms and families deserve to be happy. And if that means a life change as big as a move, then I say go for it. There's a lot of resources out there talk to Keisha, talk to your friends, talk to your creator, and you'll figure it out, you know, even if it's a daunting task, even if you have no idea how the heck this is going to happen, and I say this as I'm looking around my mess in my living room, (laughs) it will work out, you know, if it's meant to be, it will be, and just trust the process, trust yourself, trust the people that love you, that can remind you, how amazing you are, even when you forget. And um, yeah, just know that God's got you. If you're doing the right thing for yourself and your family, God will make it happen. And, you know, it's just taking a leap of faith sometimes. And that can be the scariest part. But, um, and if it doesn't, if you try something and it doesn't feel right, you can say, oh, this doesn't feel right. And turn around and go somewhere else or try something else new. So yeah, just don't ever feel like you're alone. Don't ever feel like you're stuck in a hole by yourself somewhere. There's always light at the end of the tunnel and you're loved 